0: want to get into possible podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all the questions anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it Shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts. All you need to do is anchor, scan on, record your podcast, and anchor does the rest. Anchor, the one stop podcasting platform for you. Morning. Welcome to another episode of History Under Your Feet. Today we take a look at one of the greatest heroes of Indian history, Maharana Pratap, the lone Rasput ruler who never surrendered to Emperor Akbar. What do you make of a man who refused to bow before the mighty Mughal Emperor Akbar when all other Rasputs did, when his own brother sided with Akbar, leaving him virtually alone? Of a man who preferred to face hardships in the jungles of Arawali than live a life of comfort by surrendering to Akbar. It's not without reason that Maharana Pratap or Rana Pratap is regarded as one of the greatest heroes of India. He was someone broadly independent, fearless in spirit, and he was a great warrior too. In my previous post on Mewar, I had examined how Pratap was the more well known inheritor of a rich legacy, a legacy that posted of P- Rana Kumbha. A ruler whose vision of building a protective network of food saw him come up with the Great Wall of India. Rana Sangha, under whose rule of Mewar expanded all over the North. Panna Dai, who sacrificed her own son for the future of Mewar. Of Saimal and Patta, who fought to the end during Akbar's size of Chittorgarh. Rana Pratap took over as ruler of Mewar in not exactly the best of circumstances. He had to fight a bitter succession battle against his brother Jagmal to become the ruler. But more than anything else, he grew up listening to tales of his father deserting Chittorgarh after Akbar laid sage to it. Of how Akbar devastated Chittorgarh after capturing it, massacring its inhabitants, and mounted their sculpts in a hip. There was no way Rana Pratap would ever have surrendered to Akbar after listening to the horrors brought on the inhabitants of Chittorgarh. The other Rajput rulers of Marwar, Amber, Punti, had accepted Akbar's sovereignty, even forced alliances with them. But Pratap stood out defiantly. For him to surrender to Akbar would have meant insulting the sacrifice of Jamal and Pratap. It would have meant an insult to the souls of thousands massacred after Akbar conquered Chittorgarh. And thus, Chittorgarh became the ambition of his life. For him, it was not just a fort, it was a very honour of his ancestors. His father Udayasini had come to terms with the loss of Chittorgarh and eventually founded a new city, Udaipur, named after himself. But to Pratap, as long as Chittorgarh would not be recaptured from the enemy, he would never rest. It was in keeping with this both that Pratap imposed an austerity regain of sorts till Chittorgarh was recaptured. Food was to be eaten only in leaf plates, no colder or silver vessels. Birds were not to be trimmed. They would sleep only on straw mats till Chittorgarh was regained. He ruled for some time from Kumbhalgarh as well as strengthening the mountain fortress of Ugunda. Pratap, however, had to be fighting a lonely battle. The kingdom of Ambar under Man Singh had already submitted to Akbar and he would later be one of Mughal Emperor's close confidants. Mahdi of Marwar World earlier had repented Shethi Shah Suri was compelled to follow and submitted to Akbar. And the two merged states Marwar and Ambar had surrendered to Akbar. Most of the minor Rajput chieftains who neither had the clout nor power to oppose the Emperor had surrendered to. Akbar tried to bring his best over R- Ranapatha to his side even his own brothers Jatman, Sakar, Shakti Singh and Mohdor to the Mughal camp. Akbar sent missions under Bhagwan Das Todarman and finally with Raja Man Singh but to no avail. In fact, when Man Singh met Pratap, the latter refused to even dine with him, stating that he could not with someone who sold his soul to the enemy. Man Singh was also related to Akbar. His sister was given in marriage to the Empress, something which Pratap mocked at. Expassionated with what he saw as Pratap's insurance, Akbar knew there was no other option but war now. Take a break and come back to look at the epic battle of Haldikati here. Haldikati A narrow mountain pass in the Arawali is located around 40 km from Adapur, connecting the districts of Rajasthan and Pali. It is believed to have got its name from the turmeric colored soil here. It has to be the venue of one of the greatest battles over fought in Indian history. Though most of the Rajput rulers were on the side of the Mughals, Patab still had a formidable force that included Ram Singh Tanwar of Kualia with all his sons, the descendants of Jamal and Patta, an Afghan contingent led by Hakim Khan Sur, and a Beel contingent led by Rao Punja. Hakim Khan was a descendant of the Shah Suri, and for him this was an occasion to seek revenge against Mughals. Ram Singh was deposed from the throne of Kualia by Akbar, and it was only Mawar that had given him refuge. Pratap had a 3,000 strong cavalry, 2,000 infantry, 100 elephants and 100 lancers. On the other hand, the Mughal army was huge, with the strength of 80,000 led by Akbar himself followed by Mansingh, Prince Salim, Bahlul Khan, Multan Khan. Handi Gatti was the only way to the plains and who controlled it had the strategic advantage. Though Pratap was outnumbered by the Mughal army, he took over the surrounding hills, and on the other side, the Beel tribals were stationed in the crevasses with their bows and arrows ready to throw down rocks, too. Pratap was stationed in the center along with his minister, Mama Shah, while Hakim Khan surled led the front formation. Jana Mansingh flanked the left, Ram Singh Tanwar on the right, and above all, there was Pratap's fifth horse, a Katyavari breed of war horse that served its master well. June 18, 1576, the armies clashed at Haldikati. While the hilly lane proved an obstacle for artillery, the pitched battle was primarily between the infantry and cavalry. This was to the advantage of the Rajputs as a massive attack almost destroyed decimated the right and left flanks of the Mughal army. However, news of Akbar's arrival made the Rajputs retreat in the hills for some time. Pratap once again led from the front, his crimson banner fluttering proudly, and following him was Salah, Hakim Khan, Ramstrang straight into the arms of the Mughal ranks of the Mughal army. A pitched battle was fought between Rana, Pratap and Man Singh with the latter having to retreat. Pratap chen charged at Prince Salim on the elephant and almost had his mercy before the challenge just missed a mark killing the mahout. The battle now reached a feverish pitch with neither side willing to yield, and the soil of Haldigati was soaked with blood. Pratap himself for a surprise but the Mughals were now gaining an head upper hand thanks to their artillery power. Chala, understanding the gravity of the situation, urged Pratap to retreat from the battlefield. He himself bore Pratap's insignia, his gentleman in charge of the Mughal ranks. Jala fought like a cornered tiger till the end before breaking his last. Man Singh was shocked to see that the man killed was not Pratap, but his own chieftain Jala. In the meantime, Pratap was riding in the hills pursued by the Mughal soldiers. His loyal horse Chetak bore his master over the treacherous passes and streams in spite of being injured badly. Chetak took his masters into the safety of the chankas but succumbed to its injuries. It was a total root at Kartli. Pratap had lost 500 of his own kin, only 8,000 of his 22,000 strong force survived. Ram Singh of Gonya perished in the battle along with all of his sons. For some time, Pratap took refuge in the hills before recapturing Kumbhalgarh again. However, Akbar, using a mix of treachery and a long siege, once again captured Kumbhalgarh, while Man Singh captured the mountain fortress of Kukunda. Udaipur was captured by Muhammad Khan while Farid Khan took over Chanan. Pratap was now es- essentially a fugitive with no place to call his own and moved with his family from hill to hill, from valley to valley, living on the verge of starvation in the jungles. Yet Pratap's resolve remained unshaken and all the suffering did not make him reconsider the decision of not submitting to Upper. Oh, when one of his children fainted due to hunger and his wife began to feel insecure, Pratap's resolve was shaken for the first time. He sent a letter to Akbar signalling his willingness to surrender, however, one of Pratap's staunchest admirers, Petviraj, sent a letter to him stating that he should never bring dispute to Mewar, The hopes of the Hindu rest on the Hindu, yet the Rana forsakes them, for Pratap, all would be placed on the same level by Akbar, for our chiefs have lost their valour and our females their honour. This once again brought the spirit back to Pratap and he vowed to die rather than surrender to Akbar. He resisted the Mughal army that had come to take him and when all seemed to be lost, the Beals once again came to his rescue in the Mughal continent, and they also sheltered Pratap and his family too. However, he still lacked the resources to fight against the Mughals. He had lost almost everything at Haldiramti. It was at this date that Pratap's minister Bhama Shah came to his rescue. Bhama Shah was one of the wealthiest men in Myanmar, accumulated over generations of service. By his family to the throne of Mewar. He put all his wealth at Pratap's disposal, saying it was needed more than ever for the liberation of Mewar. Soon Pratap once again managed to raise an army and resources with the help of Bhana Asha. Around the same time, the Mughals too were caught up with revolts in Bengal, leaving Mewar free and Pratap to recapture. Akbar himself was caught up in the Northwest, and Pratap made the best use of the opportunity. Soon Pratap recaptured the forts one by one Kumbhalgarh, Kogunda, Udaipur, Ranthambur. He also built a new capital of Chawand near Dungarpur. He successfully used the guerrilla tactics against the Mughals and recaptured most of Mebar back. However, Pratap's dream of capturing Chittorgarh still remained elusive. He died at the capital of Chavand in 1597, still nursing dreams of his beloved Chittorgarh, and thus ended the life of one of greatest India's, India's greatest heroes ever. Maharana Pratap remains a legend, a true hero, a great son of Bharat, an inspiration to many. On his journey, take time to pay a silent tribute to him and remember him. Naman